0: You are listening to a fucking Spurs podcast. I just had some tacos, and they were delicious. Those little taquitos with steak you know what I mean? The order of six with cilantro and cebolla, some lime, a little bit of salt, and you throw some of that salsa on that thing, some grilled onions. Oh, my goodness. That stuff is the bomb.com. I had two salsas. Today, for the Spurs and NBA free agency, it was kind of, was a day of two salsas. We had two signings today two huge signings i think bringing back rudy gay was huge we're going to get into that and we're also going to get into damari carroll we did something else in free agency i thought it was done after rudy gay um definitely didn't think uh damari carroll was anywhere on our map um but we're going to talk all about those two guys and i also want to talk about uh it seems like there's this two-year window uh for lamarcus aldridge and Demar Derozan. hopefully Demar opts in for another, his final year of his contract so let's talk a little bit about that but first, Sarnova's gotta drop this beat. Supposed to be easy. Every round gets tougher. Penetrate hard. Good passes. Shoot with confidence. I want some nasty. Let's start this thing off talking about Rudy Gay right off the top. Uh, Rudy Gay resigns with the Spurs for a two-year, $32 million deal. And um, he played with the Spurs now uh, for two years. Last year, he played in 69 games total out of the 82. He started 51 of those games, so a little bit more than half of them. He was in the starting lineup. Um, but I think for the majority of the season and when we were most successful, he was kind of coming off the bench, right, uh, at that point. You know, he came off the bench during the Denver series and uh, really stepped up. I'm, last year, he had a really great year. Thirteen point seven points. Uh, he averaged six rebounds a game, which is which is huge for us. Six point eight, actually, almost seven. Uh, shot fifty percent from the field. I mean, that's that's pretty special. You know, and and shot forty percent from the three. So you have a fifty forty guy um, coming off the bench for you at small forward can sometimes play power forward. And the big thing with Rudy, um, everybody's like, oh whoop de doo we're gonna you know. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter like, okay great, I can't wait to get bounced out of the first round again next year because you know we're not making a splash. But those people just, I mean, come on, you know you know who we are. Um, I wouldn't trade. Rudy Gay for any other player out there at his position, simply because of one reason: he has experience with us. That's huge. Rudy Gay in year two did better than year one. Rudy Gay in year three is going to be uh, better than year two, and year four out of this last deal, this contract will be better than he is going to be this next season for us. I guarantee it. That's just the trend. Are we not the Spurs? We are the Spurs. Um, so I, for one, am exact. Uh, I mean, ecstatic to bring Rudy Gay back. Um, he's going to do a lot of good things for us this season. We're going to need him to be the same guy he was last year and, if not, better. I don't see his role changing. I see him uh, being a scoring guy. When you get the ball, if the, the wide open guy is there, let's go ahead and move the ball. But if not, catch, pump, catch, one or two dribble, pull up. And that's Rudy's game. You know, that's his game right now. He's, he's got a sick mid-range jumper. He's wet from the three-point line. Um, and he's a smart player. Uh, I kind of wanted to segue into this two-year outlook that the Spurs seem to have, that R.C. Buford and, uh, seems to be planning out because I don't see – if you go to basketballreference.com, you can look at the salary uh, index for the next, you know, four or five years. And we have two more years of DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. And now we have at the end of that, I guess we can call it era. You know, um, I don't think that we trade for DeMar DeRozan without having them in our long term plans. I wish I could say the same about LaMarcus Aldridge because I mean if you heard my last episode uh we kind of got into it with, with Spurs wave on Instagram and um I'm I'm very critical of DeMar even though I'm very appreciative um of the player who he is and the man he is for the San Antonio Spurs and Spurs wave kind of went at LA so let's say this window only has maybe 2 years left uh to really go for a title shot, at least with this group, right? So after two years from now, in the 2021 season, we're not going to have LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan, Patty Mills will be off the books, Rudy Gay will come off his contract, and our new signee that we're going to talk in a little while, Damari Carroll, will also be off this contract that he's going to be on. Um, and then that may be the, the season we kind of usher in a new era, but we'll see. But I, I, don't, I, I don't see us not having DeMar DeRozan past the 21 season you know we gave up Kawhi leonard for this guy we're not going to end up like toronto toronto's going to lose Kawhi, lose danny green so they made that trade last season for a championship good for them they got it good for them you know it's just now it's over now it's most likely going to be over in toronto um demar derozan was right when he called it out in the beginning he said you're trading a lot of something for a little bit of nothing and um well it wasn't a little bit of nothing. They actually got a championship, and it seems like Toronto's okay with that. Uh, but they're now, that trade, I don't think we want that to end up, we don't want to end up in that boat, right? So I see us keeping DeMar DeRozan uh, post the 2021 season. Um, but this is our window. The next two years is our window. We're going to expect a lot uh, from our young guys and Uh, Rudy Gay's along for the ride Uh, so congratulations to Rudy Gay for signing a two-year 32 million dollar contract that's an average of 16 million per year that's more than we've paid him for the past two years I believe it was like a nine and then 10 million or something like that for the next two seasons Uh, I mean for the last two seasons so he's getting a raise and well-deserved he balled out this year he stepped up in the playoffs and I can't wait to have him back for year three All right, so we're going to take a little break, and then when we get back, we're going to talk about Damari Carroll and what he brings or is going to bring to the San Antonio Spurs. Baby, go, Spurs, go. Okay, we're going to take this little break just to uh, let you guys know that a Bucking Spurs podcast is going to be at the Las Vegas Summer League for two games, which means I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be with Big Papa Trejo. We're going to Vegas. We're going to play a little roulette. We're going to play a little craps we're gonna play a little hold'em right we're gonna have some fun and while we're there we're going to go see san antonio versus charlotte and san antonio versus toronto so if you follow me on instagram that's probably where i'm gonna be posting most of my stuff which will also be on facebook at a bucking spurs podcast you also follow me on twitter at bucking spurs pod you can follow this pod we're gonna do a special episode while we're there um, after each game, uh, later on in the hotel, after a long night of drinking whiskey and losing money and maybe seeing a show or two, we're going to do an episode after we watch the Charlotte game and after we watch... The Toronto game, alright So we're gonna see these young guys, these young cats We're gonna get to see them run We're gonna be posting some stuff And we're gonna be putting up some content along the way That's this week, alright I'm gonna be there on Saturday uh, July 6th, right That's when I'm landing um, All the way out from South Texas We're going to go and watch some Spurs summer basketball. I can't wait. I know y'all can't wait. It's going to be televised. Make sure you catch those games. Make sure you give me a shout out. I might even make a sign and put at Bucking Spurs podcast on the sign. Maybe I can get some more followers. Hey, speaking of followers, share the love. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play Music. We're on iHeartRadio. Share the love. Go Spurs, go. Now, back to the pod. So, Jamari Carroll. You sneaky, man. You so sneaky, sir. You snuck up right on us. I don't think anyone in Spurs Nation had you on the map. I know I didn't. I didn't see your name out there. I saw I saw Bogdanovich. I saw Stanley Johnson. I saw a couple other names at, at your position. But I didn't see Damari Carroll about to come step into the fold. And let me tell you, I like it. I don't love it. I like it. All right. Maybe I will love it when I see it because I'll tell you one thing that Damari Carroll does that's going to get him on the floor more often than not is that he's, well, one, he's a 10-year vet. He's experienced, but not that. It's the fact that Damari Carroll can catch the ball at the three-point line, get chased off of it, and go score. Or when I'm looking at all his highlights online, he seems to be like, you know what? If I'm going to get chased off this three-point line, you know where I'm going? to the free throw line i'm gonna drive to the hole stop on a jump stop give you one pump fake oh you didn't fall for it all right let me give you another pump fake oh there you go boom and he goes to the free throw and gets the foul he seems to to be able to do that at a high level um you know he shot 39.5 percent from the field that's pretty good uh he averaged uh four attempts per game which is Huge compared to you know, should he start over Davis? You know, Davis can't really score once he gets off the three point line. He looks to penetrate, yes, but you know he's he he can't stop and and you know do anything with the ball after that. He's more looking for another open shooter, which is fine. That's what they do in San Antonio. We get chased off the line, we attack, we kick it, we move it, and things like that, which is fine. Davis does that great, but when you're getting chased off the line in the playoffs, you have to be versatile. You have to have somebody who can go ahead and score, take the ball to the hole, or, or get something productive out of it. You know, he averaged like one assist a game, which is pretty good. I mean, that's not bad. He averaged one one turnover a game, which isn't that great either. But he also played a lot. You know, he, had, he played about 23, 25 minutes a game. So that's going to happen. You know, he he has these streaking, these streaky abilities, right? Like he, when I'm watching his highlights, if you pay attention to the, to the quarters in which he scores, he has like two good quarters a game where he just goes off. Right. He had four 20 point plus games in the second half, uh, after the all-star break last year. So, he can turn it on. He's a guy that can drop a 20-point game on you just by shooting threes and going to the free throw line. He doesn't do anything fancy. He's not gonna catch and cross you up one way and drive to the hole and two Euros step around you. You know, nothing fancy like that. I feel like that's gonna be Lonnie Walker and you know for us this year. DeMar DeRozan, that's his game. And uh uh, uh um Carroll, he seems like an upgrade to Davis. In a way that I don't want to shade Davis because, let's look at the stats. I, if you look, if you look at it statistically, Davis is a better three, a better, <laughs> a better, more efficient player, which we know. Um, he shot Davis. This is Davis here. Shot eighty-eight percent from the free throw line. All right, that beats out um, Demari Carroll at seventy-six. He, let's see, what do we have here? Uh, from the three-point line, let's see who shot better. Davis shot 42.9%. That's freaking good. 42.9 for Davis. I mean, obviously, he was on top of the league. And Damari Carroll was sitting at 34.2, which is less. Um, but he has more to his game, right? Okay, so let's see. wins the rebounding battle, right? That's Damari Carroll at five rebounds a game. Davis at three. All right, so you get more rebounding. You get more points. You get more experience, you get the ability to score up to 20 points a game. You get a higher field goal percentage. I mean, a guy that can get to the hole a lot a lot more often and under control and actually will now instead of like Brooklyn he didn't have LaMarcus Aldridge who he can dump the ball off to once he gets to the hole cuz he seems to be able to get there all a lot a lot of times and he can actually jump stop and be smart about what he does when he is there. Um you know, Davis didn't play as much as as Damari Carroll, and but he was a more efficient player. Now, let me say this. Long term, I want... We talked about this two-year window earlier, right? Um, I think that Carroll fits this two-year window uh, plan, right? We locked him in for two years. He can give us what Berton does and more, right? Off the dribble, more experience. He actually can play for you in the playoffs. We're maybe Bertans isn't there yet but maybe he will be I think he will be so if we're talking about after two years from now long term I want Bertans here just because we get Damari Carroll I hope doesn't mean that we're going to put Bertans on the chopping block Um, even though it makes sense because we have this new young group coming in and even though Bertans is one of the best three-point shooters in the league that's that's an asset, you know? You, you can't just, oh, okay, we got Damari Carroll, now let's get rid of Bertans. Bertans is like long-term plans, um, you know, because uh, we need Bertans on the floor next to DeJounte Murray and uh, Lucas Simonich. I think like in three years, that might be his time, right? So um, we'll need Bertans in the fold, so I hope we don't get rid of him. But I just think if we're looking at this two-year window, it's got to be... Uh, Damari Carroll who gets these minutes and I think you know Davis only uh averaged about 15 minutes a game I think that's about to take a hit I wouldn't be surprised if that 15 got knocked down to I want to I want to say maybe 10 11 minutes per game uh because not only are we going to have Damari Carroll there there I think Lucas Samanic is going to see some minutes and that can lead into the question, what does Damari Carroll mean for Luca right now? Um, because they're almost the same position. I think they they play small forward, power forward. Um Damari Carroll and Luka, There I think there is gonna be a little bit of a ripple effect here by the signing for Luca. Because I was actually hoping to see a lot of Luca this year, and I think that very well, very well. May happen if he's able to help us defensively because I think Luka needs to play. Uh, He's our first-round draft pick for a reason, and he needs to get his development going. Not to say that I'm not saying he's not going to go to Austin. I'm pretty sure he will go to Austin. Um, They'll all go to Austin, right, eventually. I mean, throughout the season. Um, But I think more often than not, he's going to be in a Spurs uniform, San Antonio Spurs uniform, and not an Austin Spurs uniform. Um, But his minutes might take a hit now with... With uh, Damari Carroll in the mix. And I hope that's not a huge hit. But who else is hit from here? I mean, we're not bringing back Pondexter. We're not bringing back Cunningham. So we don't have to worry about any of those minutes. Damari Carroll's obviously a guy who can. I don't think he's going to give us 25 uh, minutes a game. I don't think we need him to give us 25 minutes a game. I think we need a solid 17 to 20. Out of Damari Carroll coming off the bench, like, um, because he came off the bench for the Brooklyn Nets, he's gonna do the same for us. It's gonna be Patty Mills, Marco Bellinelli. You know, now I think you know Cunningham is gonna come off the bench. Uh, not Cunningham. I'm sorry, Damari Carroll is gonna come off the bench. And then one of these, you know, one of our guards, you know, it might even be Derek White or or Dejounte Murray. they're not in the starting lineup. There's a possibility that one of those guys might need to come off the bench. So minutes, 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 minutes. To me, that's the biggest question. Our rookies, I can't wait to see them in the summer because we're probably not gonna see a lot of them during the year. (laughs) Okay, and hopefully, you know, Lonnie is the one that makes that jump and only plays about a, a game or two in the summer league, and they're like, Oh yeah, he's good. He's good. Let's let's just, you know, let's wrap him up and send him back to San Antonio. He doesn't need to be there anymore. Let these other guys play a little bit more. But that's going to do it for a Bucking Spurs podcast. This is episode 26, guys. This is going on a year that I've been doing this. I have about 26 episodes out now. And I just want to thank you all for all the support along the way. Um, all, every one of you guys that has downloaded, has shared it, has liked it, has followed me on Instagram. Or, or wherever. Um, thank you. Thank you for all the support. I can't wait to to keep giving you guys some content. It's going to be a lot of fun in, uh, this weekend. Stay tuned for Summer League coverage, all right? So, like always, go Spurs. Go, baby.